Welcome. Hello. To talk comics to me. This is not a, a new comic day, but it's a day after what would normally be a new comic book day. So here's a new old comic trade day. Yeah, we had to kind of impro- improvise because we don't necessarily know what to do. Oh, God, my shoes are all squeaky. It's okay. Um, yeah, so we're just going to talk about a couple trades. What up, Randy? Hey, Randy. Um, we're just going to talk about some trades that we have been uh, reading. Some of them are older. Some of them are fairly newer. I, I think, think I think mine are all fair, not old, but not very new. Mine are uh, fairly... Well, I think this one was like 2013. Yeah, 2013. Uh, what year were you? <laughs> 2013 was seven years ago. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> um... Yes, hello, we miss you. Um, okay, yeah, so we're just going to you, you, just talk about them. You go first. You you okay. talk about what you have. Well, just, you know, you, you let's do this like we normally do, but with trades, because... Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so the first thing I have is, um, you can't really see too well, this is all new Wolverine. This is trade number one. Um, I have actually had this one for a year and a half, something like that. Um, Wit recommended it to me. Because I wanted to just read something that was more... Shout out to Wit. Always shout out to Wit. Um, I just wanted to read something that wasn't normally something that I would read, but had like a good, strong female presence in it. Yeah. And he suggested this because his favorite character is uh, Gabby. Gabby. Yeah. Um, which I do love Gabby a lot, and she is super fucking cute. But this is basically... Um, it takes place after X-23 that series okay i believe i might be wrong on this because i didn't read that either but that's just what it seems like this is the one that follows up that series okay i don't know man or you know whatever but in i didn't do any research yeah no i didn't either i just grabbed it and started reading it um but totally chill yeah so it's laura kenny um trying to find her sister's um, the other Wolverines who were cloned from, you know, Logan, but they were cloned from her. So they all look exactly like her, but with a little differences between yeah. them. Like she has the claws like Wolverine does and no one else does, but they have other abilities. Uh, they don't have the healing factor either, which Laura does. Um, but the sisters were, they all have this thing. I'm sorry. We're trying to social distance a little bit. I can't. Okay. How do you feel? Dang, Roja. <laughs> um, what was I? Oh, yeah. So each of the sisters, um, they have this thing. Uh, since they were cloned, they were obviously used or created to be weapons and stuff. Um, so they have this thing where they have a blockage in their sensory, so they can't feel pain. So they find out that they're being used for a specific thing. They leave, and Laura Kenny's like, I, I don't want to say, like, hunting them down, but she's trying to find them. Okay. To figure out, like, what is going on. Um, share that. So, so, Rocha was mad that I w- wasn't mad. He just, Rocha was like, you're not in the shot. I was like, didn't want to share the Rona. And then. Look, as I'm the one who hates ladies, <laughs> I'm going to share it with Champ. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, you're reading a book all about ladies. Yeah. What does it mean? Um, so I really enjoyed this, um, more than I think I thought I was going to, um, 
Because, again, like, I only got it because Wit had recommended it mm-hmm. to me, and I do trust Wit's opinion, but it sat on my shelf for a year and a half before I finally picked it up. Um, so now I do have to get the second trade. But that's okay, because that's what this whole period is for, like, picking up old things. That, you what know, you, yeah. Uh-huh. What if we uh, look into the back issues? Then I would get back issues. Um, but I do want to continue this story, because this first arc was really good uh dr strange is in it Mm -hmm. which i thought was really interesting uh laura has this really cool moment with wolverine um logan um because of course he's like her mentor and stuff um but there's like a really nice moment um the one thing that i am not you know the art was kind of for me um but it didn't take away from the story at all except for you know there were certain panels where the faces were done kind of weird <laughs> and it didn't even really make it bad for me it I just made me laugh so yeah. that's really my only complaint about this story so far because I thought you know this first story arc was pretty solid and that's it all right all right uh I don't know where to start I have a few <laughs> uh I will start with the book that sat on my shelf the longest, which is Black Sad. This is a story about a cat detective. <laughs> yes. This was suggested by my friend Christopher McLucas, who Shout is out. super, super awesome and knows his books. I feel like I can't hear myself. I'm sorry. I can hear you. Okay, I'm just going to turn this up, maybe. There we go. Sorry. Maybe everything's not turned up. Regardless. Uh, now I can't hear you. Oh, no. I turned it down. I feel like I went in the water. Oh, there, there we, we go. go. Okay. Uh, so, Cat Detective, it's all kind of nor. <laughs> hate it. I hate it so much. And it has that real good feel of, like, a 1920s, like, detective, 1940s detective. We're just, like, gumshoe going out. Finding what you need to find. Nor. I just can't. Hashtag McLucas. We do love and miss McLucas. Yeah. But I did, I I have let this book, like, sit on my shelf for two years. Like, McLucas, like, suggested to me, and I was like, and he let me borrow this, have this. What, yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm really glad I started, I have the time to, like, Mior. More. More. Mior. <laughs> That's good. I really like that. Uh, I'm really glad I had the time to, like, read this right now. It just it hits the spot in, like, a really nice way. I really do love, like, hard-boiled, as Dave says. Am I, am I Dave? I think you're Dave right now. <laughs> so I just... I do love a detective story, and I did love the way that's, that this started, like, with the first first story, and I'm honestly, like, really excited to finish it, so I I'll got... have to read it after you, because I love when cats do things. Yeah, and, I mean, I guess it's, like, a Black Panther. And right now I am into, like, a racism sort of story, so... Some some white animals are hating on animals oh, of color. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, I, for some reason, I couldn't register like what you had said, and I was like, wait, racist story. Yeah, it's just like polar bears and mm. polar bears, Arctic animals and the such. I don't know. I can't remember now. 
like the hairs. <laughs> the Arctic hair, the Arctic fox. Yeah. I mean, do you want to see? Yeah, I actually would you, do. Would you like to see? The art is really great, and I would love... Oh, my God. ...to see this as, like, an animated story. It's beautiful. Because how... Show everyone, because that's really good. I really enjoy that. Yeah. The backgrounds on it are... Oh, my God. I don't know. It's it's hard to hold up. I'll hold up this page. Please forgive me. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's really detailed. It's really detailed. It's just... Ugh. It's, it's really enjoyable. It's like a really good book. Yeah, I'm going to have to borrow that from you when you're done with it, because it looks... Right up my alley. Yeah. I can't say much more than that because, you know, I'm not very deep into it. Right. And you don't know, like, what will spoil. and what Yeah. Will... That makes sense. Do you want to go again or do you no, want No, you go down. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> my next one is... Get out of here, <laughs> Um Amazing X-Men. This is the, the first trade, the, the quest for Nightcrawler. I was having a really bad night the other night. Uh, and I really just wanted to, I don't know, read read some more uplifting Nightcrawler stuff. We miss your dumb face. <laughs> Plus, uh, Jason Aaron does this, and we all know that I love, love Jason Aaron. Um, but this story takes place after the second coming event in which Nightcrawler dies. Um, he is in heaven at the beginning of this one. Uh, there are some events that happen because of his dumb dad <laughs> and nightcrawler is trying to warn all the other x-men um yeah he is um <laughs> he's trying to warn all the other x-men that his dad is just being a lousy piece of shit and going around and like stealing souls and stuff for his own benefit um when he tries to warn the x-men a portal opens and they all get tossed in different areas so like some of them end up in heaven some of them end up in hell and he's trying to find them all to save them because he doesn't want to be responsible for their death um this has a lot of really good scenes in it but like i was just telling champ there's a lot of really good things that happen between like him and logan i love their friendship i think it's yeah. just a very lovely friendship especially because at the end he's really dealing with stuff you know like um not being alive, not being in heaven and like his faith and all that kind of stuff. And Logan, who does not have any faith is just a very good comfort for him then. Yeah. And I just, I really enjoy it. And this also brings um, Angela into the story. I, I believe, I don't know if it's like the, ouch. I can't tell if that's my ear ringing or if it's the headphones. <laughs> I think it's the music. It's like a... Oh, okay. <laughs> that, would, that would be it. Um, but yeah, Angela is in here. Um, it's just, it's a really good story. You know, I love Nightcrawler and I love stories that are told from his point of view. And Jason Aaron does it beautifully. Yes. So I think this is a, a really good reintroduction for nightcrawler after his death and i am for sure going to get more of this story if do you think we could have a nightcrawler wolverine like friendship situation yeah who would be who um i'm curious because i don't know i don't i don't know i think we would be both at like different times 
It's yeah. hard to tell. Yeah. It's hard to tell. No, that is very true, I think. Yeah. I think it just depends on the situation. I don't know. Now you're going to make me, like, think about this, and I'm going to have to go home and make a, a list of, you know, situations, and then, like, like, I'll get back to you later on that. It's like Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Champ, yeah, Heather, I Champ, would, Heather. I would love to say that I am Nightcrawler, but I honestly feel like a lot, I have more in common with Wolverine. Okay. Not that I would necessarily be him, but I'm just, Nightcrawler is too pure and perfect, and I... I can't, I can't say safely, oh yeah, I'm just like Nightcrawler, because I know that's a lie. Yeah, I suppose you know? so. It's, just, it's, a, it's a weird thing. Um, so I think you would be Nightcrawler. <laughs> You're just so good and pure. I feel like so many people say that, and it's such a weird thing, because I'm like, I don't know how to take that. Well, I'm just comparing it honestly to like... Frodo and Samwise, and I always say that you're my Samwise, and I think Samwise is closer to Nightcrawler. Yeah, but then I took that personality test, and here I am as Frodo. I got Aragorn somehow. <laughs> I don't understand that. Anyway. Um, Nightcrawler's the bottom, for sure. Yeah, he's the power bottom. Come on. <laughs> who's the top and who's the bottom? Well, I don't know, probably Switch. Yeah, no, I think that, yeah, it would, it would be Switch, because there's, oh, yeah, you know, th- looking back, you're right. Yeah. Switch. Um, and that's my final Yeah, answer. my final answer is that in a Nightcrawler-Wolverine relationship, they'd be Switch. Both be power bottoms, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah, they, they generate the power, for sure. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I'm in an Always Sunny skit, but I'm missing, like, Danny DeVito. <laughs> You're my Danny DeVito. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, hold on. There was just a... Yeah, the only reason I, I, I would say they were Switch is because there are two instances in here where I, I was like, yeah, you know, I think Nightcrawler would be the bottom, but then in this one, he's the one, like, carrying Logan away. Yeah. And then and in this just... one, Logan's carrying him away, so... You know, they're just, they love each other so much that they're willing to be both for each other. Yeah. That's it. That was, that was really good. Hold on. I gotta take this sip of beer before I even talk again. You write fanfics about them too? I love that. Okay, so Champ's gonna go now. Okay, so next I have this apocalyptic girl. An aria for the end of times. This is an Andrew McKeelian McKeelian book. McLean. McLean. Thank you. McLean. Thanks for saying words for me. You're welcome. I actually bought this book right after I got back from Texas, but I haven't opened it. So when I read it, it smelled like new comics. Hey, I love that. So this week was great because I got to open this book and smell new comics. Did it make you cry? It was making me a little emotional because I I did read it on that Wednesday afterwards and it was just like, oh, that, that smell, you know? There's like that certain like smell of inks and stuff. And I was so happy to read this book for that reason alone. <laughs> I love opening up new books and it seems uh, like that. It was just so fresh. Um, this book was also really good. Maybe it was also the smell, but it was... A really cool girl who has a cat and lives in this on earth and she's trying to find this photon to help her people 
There's a lot. Can I see it? Yeah. Because I know. It's, I... it's great. Uh, one of my favorite things about, like, Andrew McLean's books are his, like, colors. Like, his art is, like... Oh, it still smells new. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, oh, my God. It's... It's yeah, hard no, it's hard to describe because it's just one of the many reasons I love comic books. <laughs> so it was like just very nice to take in even after like this was the hardcover version of this book. I'd never read this book before. So I came at it with like fresh eyes, new eyes. I've never seen this and it was just I had a really great time. I loved the relationship between her and her cat Jelly Beans and how much like what a name yeah oh now I'm all emotional <laughs> the smell the jelly beans <laughs> okay uh and then after it's just I don't know I just love this book and he talks about how he tried to model the character after like me Amy Winehouse with like the way she looks because he wanted it to like just be this character that. I think it might be on the page yeah. you're reading right now. Because he just wanted her to be, like, this strong character. And he couldn't, like, do that just because, like, it was impractical for, like, how she was living. Yeah. But, yeah. No, I loved it. I 100%, like, suggest grabbing this hardcover. And I know that he's... <gasps> He has like a website. Yeah, you can. But you that can yeah. yeah, you can see it. It looks just like her. Uh, Miss Amy. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, he has a website where you can actually get this hardcover and honestly pay the money. It's worth it. It's a really good, really good story. There's a lot of action. There's like mechabots. Oh. You could poop with us. It's fine. Well. But we love you, Patrick. I miss seeing you every week. I will get to know your voice. And you know, you can just like, you can take us with you. Come on. <laughs> We've all been around poop before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I I had a great time. It's it's really good. I really liked, I don't want to, don't, I'm not going to get into it. I think. I think going into it blind, buying, like, a beautiful hardcover that just, like, slips into your shelf. It looks great. Randy, so. you would love it. <laughs> All right. You've read things. Yeah, I've read a lot of things. <laughs> you talk. <laughs> um, so I didn't bring it with me because I haven't quite finished it yet. But since I was reading these X-Men books, I um, picked up... The Age of X Men, uh, The Amazing Nightcrawler, because I was oh. just on a I was on a kick the other day and I was just reading a, a bunch of, you know, Nightcrawler stuff. It like I told you, it was an X Men day for me, yeah. and I just really wanted more of him. So uh, I'm only like I think two chapters in. I think it's like four, four or five. I can't remember. So I will have it finished. So next week I can actually talk about it. But it's basically like a different timeline, Kurt, where he's an actor. And yeah, no, I, I, that's why I was like, oh, yeah, um, I, I've wanted to know more about this since I've heard the little solicit, like, but at that point I was not going to go down the X-Men route. It's a, uh, you know, I just, I love any story with Nightcrawler in it. Yes. And it's like, for being a story that's like outside of what he normally does, it's so much fun. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's 
so far anyway, it's just a lot of fun, especially just seeing him as an actor, like doing weird shit. Love it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I will talk about it more next week. Like once I have the whole thing finished, um, but regardless, I'm going to love it. So yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll let you borrow it if you would like. Cause again, it's like four chapters. Sure. Why not? It's just super easy. Um, I'm just reading books on my spare time. <laughs> yeah. I just brought you that whole witcher. <laughs> yeah. omnibus, so you have like 10 stories there. As I'm like, well, after I finally finished The Witcher's second book of short stories, which Chris told me, my boyfriend, <laughs> partner, it's okay, uh, that I get too comfortable when I, like, go to sleep to, like, read my Kindle to read my book. He's, I was like, because I keep falling asleep. I, like, start a book and I'm like, all right. Like, the other night I started, which like, a part of the chapter of Witcher and I was like, all right, I'm going to read this book. And I was, like, really into it. And I woke up an hour later. <laughs> And I was like, what happened to my book? Oh, my God. That happened to me last night, except I didn't even, like, open it. I just took it to bed because I was like, I'm going to read a chapter of this before I go to sleep. And then I just fell asleep. And the book was still just, like, laying on my chest. And I had my glasses on. And I was like, this. And Brayden was like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm reading. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, Randy, to answer your question, I believe that was the only one we got in. But if you... I think you can still special order it if it's available. Yes. Yeah. You might want to get a hold of Wendy. Wendy, yeah. Just to double check. Because I'm not 100% sure. Oh, my God. Uh, so then lastly, I have a book that I have read five trades of. So roughly 26 issues because one of the trades was like six issues. And this is Ex Machina. This was written uh, shortly after 2001. Deals a lot with 9-11 and a lot with, like, early 2000 politics. The whole idea is that a superhero who gained his powers by finding something under the Brooklyn Bridge, which exploded in his face. <laughs> nice. Uh let him talk to machines. He took on the secret identity as the great machine. I have a lot of my mixed feelings. Like I was telling Heather and anybody who had listened to me. <laughs> Let me talk about this book at you. Please. And, and that's basically Heather and Chris. The only two people I'm allowed to talk to. Unless I text them about a book I'm reading and that's just not worth their time. Right. Christopher McLewis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh it's not that i like don't like it i just don't care about him being a mayor and i just feel like the politics are a little they talk about gay marriage too it's one of those things where like gay marriage is like taboo so when he, he decides to marry his mayor deputy and his mayor deputy's brother and his partner Oh my god, I thought you were saying he was, like, he himself was like, I'm just gonna get married to this no, dude. No, he okay, was okay. marrying. Okay, okay, that makes sense. But, so it just, like, deals with a lot of things like that, which are unnecessarily still relevant-ish today. They're, ta like, gay marriage and marijuana are the two things where I think, like, kind of is just like, well, maybe we've gotten a little bit past that, but, like, some places have Right, and so. still in the same boat. Like, not really. Yeah, and I suppose, like, me being so open-minded, I'm like, oh, well, 
None of this makes sense yeah. to me. Why are you having a problem with it? Uh, so, like, the book is set up within the past and the future, and you see him as the mayor and him as his superhero persona. He decides to take off his superhero persona to become the mayor, so he never is supposed to be, like, the persona, persona again. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling Heather, I kind of just didn't like the way like each story arc felt formulaic it just like solved and ended there was kind of like a mayor hundred mitchell main character the great machine has this like confrontation confrontation or talk with like one of his friends or like people that are in his cabinet and they, like, discuss this thing, and then, like, you get a flashback, and then, like, in the end, everything is kind of resolved. Mm-hmm. And it just feels, I don't know, it feels, like, oddly flat. It feels like, like, it builds up, but then it's just, like... Flat lines. Yeah, Doesn't really like, do anything. It, you expected more. Yeah. And I don't even know if it, like, builds up as much as it's just, like... So, like we were talking about earlier, it's maybe something that just didn't age well. Like, yeah. maybe it was more relevant during that time and made more sense and was more exciting. And Yeah, or maybe it's just, like, I don't enjoy political dramas on, like, the sense of, like, comic books. Right. I get that, because that's how I am, too. Like, I it's... can to an extent as long as I am interested in the main character's story. Yeah, and it also could be, like, the time I'm reading. Yeah. There's a lot more things going on than that were going on here. Right. And, like, yes and no, like, but what's happening now is causing something a lot more different than what's, like, that was happening then. Right. Okay. I I don't, I really, like, I don't know, like, there's a disconnect I feel like I would really normally connect with, and maybe it's just, like, different political views, maybe it's just... I think that could be part of the problem, too, is you're not on the same page as anyone else in the story, to an extent, so it's it's hard to see, like, their point of view. Yeah, I I honestly, I just don't know. Like, I am enjoying it, and I still, like, I want to, I'm going to finish it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you to finish it because I want to see like, how you feel. Yeah, at the end. and like maybe it'll just come together in a way where I just I feel really like satisfied, but I don't. At this point, I'm about halfway through, and I just don't know. I don't think it's not unreadable or unenjoyable. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I just I can't come at it at a, in a way, especially right now, and feel. any sort of way. I feel like reading something so political while something like so disastrous is going on. Yeah. My brain is like, well, I don't know, like none of that shit really matters. Mm-hmm. Like especially when you do put it into context. Yeah. And I and I'm not saying the death penalty doesn't matter because the death penalty 100% matters. And that's something that will unfortunately always matter. Yeah, and it is something that's probably still happening which should not be happening mm-hmm. right now. And <laughs> This will digress, but I am I don't believe in the death penalty. <laughs> I'll make I this a hundred percent clear right now. Look. 
So <laughs> I'm I'm with you on that. I don't I don't think it should be a thing. Yeah, I just think a lot of these things that are like a fairly left like left ideal are still left ideals and it's almost 20 years. Later. Right. Just didn't age well. That's fine. Or it aged so well that we're still having the same arguments. Damn, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and I'm just like, I gotta backpedal real fast mm-hmm. because maybe maybe we're still having the same arguments in different ways with more matter and substance than what's here. <sighs> we'll know at the end. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. I hate I hate it. I hate myself. Don't listen to us ever. Well, well, don't listen to that for sure. <laughs> Always listen to us. Um, but yeah, we'll know for sure once Champ finishes it. We'll get like a final opinion on the series. Because it could be different like at the end. I suppose, yeah. Who knows? We'll never know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you or these books are just... Don't listen to us. Liberal nonsense. <laughs> Mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Your liberal biblicisms. <laughs> okay. Well, we read books this week for you. And as you can see, we are uh, going crazy. <laughs> this has not been a good time. Or it's been the best time. Who knows? Don't listen to us. <laughs> anyway, thank you as always. And if you can, please go out and support your local comic book shop in any way you can. If it's finding back issues, trades. Um, Randy, my last book was uh, Age of X-Men, The Amazing Nightcrawler. I just haven't finished it yet, which is why I didn't bring it. So, uh, Yeah, support your local comics in, in any way you can. Even just calling and saying, like, hey, we love you. Like, just... I mean, if you can buy a Deadpool file, if you can just be like, hey, grab me, like, ten random books... Mm-hmm. Just do it. Anything. You can do it. Keep my shop alive while I'm not there. (laughs) Please. But thank you again. We love you. That was me blowing kisses, but I don't want to actually give you a kiss. We'll get back to you. Love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. We'll see you sometime next week. Bye.